Let's talk about 10 ways you can support your autistic loved one. Welcome to the Thought Spot. On my channel, I talk about anything that raises awareness to autism and autism acceptance. I myself was diagnosed pretty late in my life with level one autism at the age of 25. I also work with autistic individuals with one-on-one -on -one coaching, bringing more balance into one's life with their relationships, with their routines, their jobs, their relationship with themselves as well. On today's video, I felt really called to give some quick tips to loved ones out there who has recently or pretty recently learned that someone they may have known their whole lives is autistic. I feel like as more and more awareness is being raised on autism and our ideas of what autism means begins to break down and rebuild on top of the ashes, we're we're gonna realize and experience more and more in our personal lives people being diagnosed later on in their life with autism and I think as this happens more and more there's this empty space in which videos like this really needs to fill because I do believe there's a lot of holistic people out there for those who don't know holistic means you're not autistic but there's a lot of holistic people out there who are craving and wanting to be educated on how they could show up better for their autistic loved ones because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who genuinely are lost and confused and are willing to learn. I know that journey could be very hard to deal with, not just you know, for your loved one that was recently diagnosed, but for you as well, learning how to integrate the diagnosis into the relationship you guys have spent almost a lifetime establishing could be very overwhelming. And so I hope that in today's video with my advice, it could bring some more clarity to your life and more clarity as to how you guys can move forward with a new relationship because that new relationship has to be established. You know, you can't just move on as you were before the diagnosis like it never happened I think it's really important to recognize the diagnosis and the importance of it which kind of goes into my first advice for loved ones and that is to educate yourself on autism I know sometimes we don't necessarily take that diagnosis as seriously as we need to because we've known them our whole lives or for many years and to your knowledge Knowledge, you might think and see that this loved one of yours has been able to get by life relatively smoothly. For you and them to never have suspected that diagnosis or the possibility of autism may lead you to believe, well, it doesn't matter if they're autistic because they're just them. You know, they're just Irene or they're just Joe. And that's all that matters. Although I think that sentiment comes from a good place, I do think it could be very easily misguided and harmful in your relationship with this person moving forward. Because autism is a disorder, a neurological disorder, and therefore it really needs to be taken seriously. And it's important for you to educate yourself on this disorder, how it affects a person, and and even have multiple conversation with this loved one as to what their autism means to them, how it affects them, so that you can begin to learn maybe there's a lot of things that they were struggling with underneath the surface that they had kept from you and you just didn't know about. Trust me, it's, it's not only going to be enlightening for you, but it's also going to provide a space in which your loved one can feel 
more deeply connected with you and also more comfortable to inhabit themselves, their relationship with you and their life in a way where they no longer have to necessarily mask as much or hide their autism, hide their autism as much as they used to. It makes it easier for you as you are open to educating yourself on autism to better show up for them and to also not take things personally. And that leads to my second advice for loved ones and that is to not take things personally. A lot of the times when we don't understand something or someone, our immediate human reaction is to take it personally and it's hard not to blame yourself when you're not understanding something or someone. I think it's very, very important when you are reestablishing a new relationship with someone who was recently diagnosed with autism to understand that you are probably not going to understand a lot of the things that they're going to do, did do, and are doing, right? But with that confusion, work through those triggers that you yourself may have. Ground yourself in the thought that just because you don't understand something, just because you may not be used to something, whether it's something they do or something they say, to just simply ask them, you know, to simply clarify with them rather than just taking that hit to your ego. Because a lot of the times the miscommunication between you and this autistic loved one may not be as heavy and as personal as you may think it is. It might just be as simple as not understanding each other and having that miscommunication. Trust me, you guys, this is going to benefit your own emotional well-being, but also them to just not take it so personally and to just have a level head and work it out. And my third advice for loved ones is to make room to learn who they are now. When I'm saying that, what I mean is discovering your autistic is something that they will need to process their whole lives and for many years. You have to think about it from their perspective. They are now needing to almost have a second childhood, even if they're full-blown adults, right? With adult jobs, adult relationships, adult lives. They almost in a way have to have a second childhood where they discover aspects of themselves that they may have been suppressing and masking their whole lives. What are their stims? What are their boundaries? A lot of the clients that I work with that are autistic, a lot of the time sadly don't even know what their needs are because they've suppressed it their whole lives and they learned to show up in a way that was more socially acceptable or understood by other people. and. They have to take many, many years to really get to know what their needs are, what their boundaries are, let alone how to even communicate that to their loved ones. What makes that process easier for the autistic person is if you as their loved one are open to making space for their new self to come out. You know, when I say new self, I don't mean that they're becoming another person. What I really mean is they're letting that part of themselves come out for the first time probably ever, right? Or the first time in many, many years. And sometimes we could feel very insecure about that or scared of it because it's so unknown and it's so unfamiliar. We've spent so many years establishing a certain script and a certain relationship with all different types of people in our life. So it's a really intimidating feat to begin to not only discover yourself, but to allow that person to inhabit those old established relationships. So 
The more open our loved ones are to our authentic self coming out, the more comfortable we're gonna feel to do so. When you start seeing us do things in a different way or speak in a different way, dress in a different way, don't discourage it. You could acknowledge it and be like, hey, you look good today, or hey, you're doing something different. I'm happy to see that. You know, there's ways to encourage the other person that you notice that they're changing, but it's something that you are happy to see and you want to keep encouraging that person to explore that ask them questions as well because what you're doing is even though you may have known them your whole life or their whole life or for many years basically approach it in a way where you're getting to know another person for the first time this may be fun for the both of you even autism aside everyone is always changing so i feel like with any sort of friendships or relationships it's healthy to always ask each other questions and check in on the changes that someone is integrating in their own life. Which kind of leads me to my fourth advice, and that is if you're confused, just clarify. If you ever hit a point with your autistic loved one where something is just a little bit confusing and you don't really know how to react or take it from there, instead of going into the process and the cycle of trying to work through it in your own mind and you kind of feel insecure as to what is the right thing to do or say in these specific moments, Trust me, you guys, it's easier for you to just clarify with your autistic loved one. I'm going to say this as well. We are wanting you to just get to the point and clarify. It also makes us extremely anxious to have to do all that mental work to interpret and to go through what it is that's happening and what we have to do. So it's honestly just easier for everyone when there's a moment of confusion to just clarify and to ask and be straightforward. It's not going to be very likely that you're gonna offend us and even if you do I feel like we can a lot of the times tell pretty well what your intentions are sometimes we can understand that you're trying your best and you're trying to understand even though your question might be ignorant or offensive just knowing that you're open enough to ask us is going to feel a lot better than just dealing with the heartache of a confusing situation where no one really knows how to react and there's no communication and maybe you guys even hit these bumps in the road where you don't know where to go from there it's just easier to confront and ask and open up a space where you guys could talk about it and move on from that confusing point with more clarification and understanding of each other. My fifth advice for loved ones is ask what you can do. A lot of the times when we're getting to know someone again or learning more about someone, it's very helpful to just ask what you can do for that person. And this does a lot for your autistic loved one. It not only reassures them that you care, but what it's also telling them through your actions is that you are encouraging them to also reflect within themselves what it is they need from others. And a lot of the times that is a very, very important question that they need to begin processing if they haven't already been processing and so it's so helpful for us to see that our loved ones are curious to know what our needs are and express that to them so that they could specifically meet those needs and that we don't have to continue on with life and with certain relationships constantly repressing our needs and our autism for the sake of the other person. And it just makes things easier for everyone as well because 
the worst thing you could do in any relationship, especially in a relationship with an autistic person, is continue doing things for them, not knowing for sure if that's even helpful or if the message is getting across. It's just a lot more smooth for you to directly ask them, what are your needs? What do you need from me? So that moving forward, every time you see that they're struggling with something or you want to do something for them, you know exactly what you can do for them and you know exactly what it would mean for them. So my sixth advice for loved ones is to check in on your autistic loved one and reassure them. A lot of the times with autistic adults, we grow up getting used to having to isolate ourselves because a lot of our relationships and interactions with people can be very confusing to us, especially if there is some sort of conflict or discomfort with a certain conversation. We're so used to growing up in an holistic world where we're not supposed to directly have these conversations or we've been told many times that we are too abrasive, we're too confrontational. So we learned over our lifetime to just keep things to ourselves and, you know, hide away in our little caves and just try to go over a situation a hundred times in our head as to like what even happened what do i have to say how do i even confront this situation and from an outsider's perspective that could just look like your autistic loved one not reaching out to you for many months or many years even and it may seem like we don't even care about you anymore or the relationship we don't care to even continue on with it and that cannot be further from the truth. A lot of the times, we're just as distraught as you. We want the relationship as much as you, but it's just we don't know what happened, we don't know what to do about it, and we're scared to confront it because we don't know how you're gonna take it, but we don't know how to move forward with it as well. And it's one of those things where even if we want to continue the relationship, we just don't know how to pick up where we left off because a big aspect of autism is if there's an issue that you guys still have yet to work through. We cannot move forward with the relationship as if nothing happened, but at the same time, we don't know how to bring up something to work through that may have already long passed, right? And so it's very, very helpful to us for loved ones to check in on us, you know, every few weeks or every few months, just to reassure us that you guys still care and you guys still want a relationship. And it would be very helpful as well for you to say things like, hey, if you still wanna have that talk or hey, if you still wanna work something out, I'm willing to have that conversation still. I still care about you. It's just really helpful to hear that from a loved one and it's very reassuring. And a big theme that you may see by now is just honest, clear, upfront communication can never go wrong with us. I highly, highly, highly encourage that. Not just with your relationship with an autistic loved one, but just your relationship with anyone moving forward. But with autistic individuals, we really, really appreciate honesty because, you know, with that social deficit, when people are not being honest and when we don't feel comfortable to be honest ourselves, it just is a recipe for disaster and confusion, especially for us, but you too, you know? 
So my seventh advice for loved ones is to meet them where they're at. A lot of the times with autistic adults who were diagnosed later in life, we have spent our whole lifetime establishing relationships in a way where we are meeting people where they're at because it's easier to mask and script if you are constantly meeting your other person's needs all the time. Part of masking is also hiding your needs and hiding parts of yourself that are more autistic and less socially acceptable or less easily understood. So it's very helpful after a diagnosis to make an effort to communicate with your autistic loved one. Hey, what are your needs? Where can I meet you where you're at? And this is going to be better for your relationship with them in the long term because it's going to be less tiring for them to have a relationship with you when their needs are also being met. And ways you can meet them where they're at is going to be explained with the rest of my advice for you guys. Which leads me to my eighth advice on this list, and that is to be cognizant of their sensory needs. So what does that mean? Part of autism is not just the social deficit, but it's also your sensory experiences because autism is a neurological disorder. The way we process things is very different from neurotypical holistic people. What this means is a lot of the times what's really hard for us to go through may not be even a second thought to holistic people. For you, hanging out and getting together with a loved one could mean going out to a bar, going out to a festival, a concert, doing A, B, C, or D. But for an autistic individual, that could be a complete nightmare because the sensory input is just too intense and too heavy. And so a really, really simple way to meet them where they're at is to understand that a lot of the times when you're getting together with your autistic loved one, what that might mean is doing a lot of activities with them that might be a lot more gentle on the sensory experience. So that might mean instead of going to a bar, you go out to a cafe where it's more quiet, the music is a little bit more gentle, people are less loud or abrasive, the environment is a little bit more predictable as well because you don't have to account for like drunk individuals and whatnot. What that could mean as well is instead of going out to the club or to festivals, what you might be doing with your autistic loved one is going for a walk in the park or going to walk around the flea market or to go window shopping, things like that. The faster you accept that having this relationship with this autistic loved one isn't going to necessarily be the same as your other relationships, the easier it'll be for the both of you. My ninth advice for loved ones is to allow yourself to unmask too. So this is something that is the beauty of having an autistic person in your life is as you make space for them to unmask, you also have space to unmask yourself because what that does is it calls for you to allow other aspects of yourself that may not feel comfortable to show up in your other relationships to be able to show up in your relationship with your autistic loved one. So let's say you have a lot of friendships and connections where it's not very normal to just say whatever's on your mind because you don't want to be rude or you don't want to be misunderstood because your autistic loved one might appreciate honesty a lot more it could be a safe space for you as well to be more upfront be more straightforward say things that might be a little bit offensive or taken the wrong way but 
it's just easier to navigate with someone else when they're the same way and they could feel free to be a lot more straightforward and to just have more space to be different from each other and not judge each other for it, right? It might be fun for you as well to begin to unmask and discover aspects of yourself that may have not had spaces to show up either. Unmasking doesn't necessarily have to just apply to the person with autism. It could also apply to the holistic person as well. So my 10th and final advice on my list is to be sensitive to changes. This last advice kind of ties into my first advice, which is education yourself on autism. Part of having autism is we are very sensitive to unpredictable changes and changes in general. And a lot of the times, something that holistic people don't have to blink twice about is something that could really really torture us for weeks emotionally physically as well what this can mean is changes to a plan changes to a promise you made them changes to anything that involves them a lot of the times with holistic people it's easier to just kind of roll with the punches if something happens it happens if it doesn't happen it's okay because you could just adjust but with autism, it's it's very hard for us to adjust to those changes and to go with the flow. And so when a friend, for example, that we have been planning on meeting up with on a certain day at a certain time to do a certain thing, all of a sudden says the day of like, oh, I'm running late. Can we push back our plans an hour? Or, oh, I don't actually want to go to the park today. Can we go to get food instead? To you guys, it might not seem like a big deal, but for us, it's very mentally, emotionally, and sometimes physically taxing for us to adjust to those changes because we've already built up that very specific expectation. I'm not gonna say like everyone's perfect. I'm not saying that this is something you could always avoid, but what I'm saying is just at least be aware of it and be sensitive to it. What helps us a lot with changes and unpredictability is for you to be very communicative about it as soon as you can and through the process of changing so just say hey I want to let you know ahead of time our plans a few days from now or a few weeks from now might be changing and I just want to let you know so that you are already accounting for it and it's not something that just happens because a lot of the times unpredictable changes or last minute changes can lead us to have a meltdown. And it's not only an intense experience for us to have a meltdown over something changing on us, but it's also very shameful for us to deal with the fact that after having a meltdown, when we reflect on it, we think to ourselves like, why did I have to react so adversely to something so small? And we could begin to beat ourselves up over it and feel very ashamed of ourselves. So when we could see that the other person is cognizant of how sensitive we are to change and we could see that you guys are at least making some sort of effort to be aware of it and be cognizant of it try to avoid making drastic changes it's just like very reassuring for us and it helps us to have a more peaceful smooth relationship with other people so that leads us to the end of this video i hope this video has been helpful for you guys and i hope that it helps 
give some more clarity with very simple ways you can make adjustments to yourself within your relationships with your autistic loved one. And if you're the person with autism, I hope you guys can send this to your family, your loved ones, your friends, if you guys ever feel like they want to show up for you better, but they don't necessarily know how and you don't necessarily want to go through the trouble of explaining it to them. Hopefully this video could be very helpful for you guys to convey some of your needs to them without having to verbalize it because sometimes it could be very tiring, confusing, and also draining to have to explain all this to people. So either way, I hope this video has been helpful to whoever is watching, whether you're holistic or autistic. If you want to join my community and stay tuned for more videos educating you guys on autism, please like my video and subscribe to my channel. I make new videos every single week and if you think you need more help with managing your autism and bringing a little bit more balance into your life reach out to me i must say i find so much fulfillment in working with other autistic individuals with that being said i will see you guys on next week's video bye guys